Welcome to another Abiding Thought. Uh, today I want to look at a statement that we're all familiar with in Psalms, Psalms 118, verse 24. Uh, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Uh, there's a story I heard, uh, I don't know how true it is, but apparently someone um, was commissioned, a writer was commissioned to uh, come up with a monument and then give a statement that would be true at any point in history and true at all times for all people. And so the writer thought about it, and I forget what the monument was supposed to be, but the inscription that he gave to capture what he was uh, asked to do is this too will pass away. And the point being that uh, whoever reads it, that's true, it's true for any generation, it's true for every moment in uh, any moment that we experience in human history, and it's true for every individual. So anytime that statement is read, this too will pass away on any given monument, it has relevance, it has value, it's perennial in terms of the truth that it conveys. And I would say the same thing about this verse. This verse, this is the day that the Lord has made let us rejoice and be glad in it. There are a couple things to note just about the statement there. Number one, just overall, uh, this is true. Every day that we experience is a day that has been dispensed by God himself, that God is the one who made the day. God is the, is the Lord of time and history and time and space. So therefore, this is always true. No matter what one is experiencing in any given day, the day that we are in is a day that has been dispensed by the Lord. And then here's the other part of it that, uh, that kind of tugs at us, and that is the implied obligation that's attached to this verse. This is the day that the Lord has made. It's true at all times and in all situations. Whatever day we are in is a day that has been distributed by God himself. But tied to that, is the idea or the obligation that every day that we experience, we are obligated to rejoice in the giver of the day, that we are obligated to do so. And say, so, wow, that's, that changes things. Uh, now, we know that in human experience, we have good days, we have bad days. We have days that are emotionally draining. We experience any number of things that can cloud our perception on any given day. In fact, not just any given day, but any given subject. There are any number of things that can happen to us or be experienced by us that would weigh us down to the point that no matter what we say in Sunday school, there are days when we don't feel like rejoicing in the Lord. Now, perhaps in another abiding thought, we can dive more deeply into the concept of what it means to rejoice in the Lord, because I don't think it always means the happy, clappy thing that a lot of evangelicals seem to think it does. But here's what's communicated in Psalms 118, that any, get, any day that we experience is a day in, in which we are obligated to rejoice in God and to be thankful to him. Uh, to be glad in the day that he's given us. And so 
what makes that possible? That's just our, and, and let me put it this way, that's just our abiding obligation. Regardless of whatever else is experienced, that is our obligation. So those two truths hold together, that any given day that we experience has come to us from God. And any day that we experience, we are obligated to give praise. Now, in between, sandwiched in between those two statements are the whole host of human experiences and human emotions. So let me just give you three thoughts here that would help us as we navigate our way between those two polar statements, those not polar, but, but those the, the two ends of the spectrum. That any day that we experience is a day that has come to us from God. And any day that we experience, we are obligated to give thanks to God and rejoice in him. Three things. Number one, <clears throat> there is nothing that you experience, and I'm talking to Christians here, there is nothing that you can experience on any given day that can or will separate you from the love of God. So whatever it is that you're going through as you hear this, as you're dealing with family issues, as you're dealing with health issues, and today you woke up and you feel the weight of all of that bearing on you and you and and even subconsciously it's triggering something in you where you just don't feel like giving thanks to the Lord or rejoicing in him begin here there is nothing that you are experiencing experiencing with your health with your family or anything else that can or will separate you from the love of God. So pause and think on that for a moment. Whatever else you are experiencing, whatever else you are going through, there is nothing in this day that can or will happen that can separate you from the love of God. There's at least one reason, therefore, to rejoice in him and to be glad in him even with the difficulties and the complexities of the day that you are experiencing. Here's the second thing. There is nothing that can or will happen in this day that can cause you to lose anything that has been procured by the blood of Christ. There's nothing. So what is he, what is the blood of Christ accomplished for you? It's accomplished peace with God. It's accomplished all, it, it has cleansed you of all unrighteousness. So whatever else you experience on this day, not only can it not separate you from the love of God, there is nothing that you can experience in any given day. And that begins with today. That can overthrow or negate what has been purchased by the blood of Jesus. So whatever, again, that you're dealing with or experiencing, whatever doubts that you may have, look unto Jesus, who is the author and finisher of your faith, 
and however else you explain or contextualize your present moment, know that if your faith is in him, everything that has been procured by his blood is secure. So there is nothing that has been procured by the blood of Christ that, that is at risk in the day that the Lord has given to you. But here's the third thing. There is nothing that is, that is experienced in any given day that nullifies your obligation to rejoice in the Lord. Because his love hasn't been threatened by the events of this day. And the blood of Christ, everything that he has procured for you by his blood, it's not at risk because of the things that you're going through on this day. Therefore, there is no reason, there is nothing that you can experience on any given day as you look to, to Christ by faith that nullifies your obligation to rejoice in the Lord. Now that doesn't mean, as I said before, that every moment is clappy, is, is happy clappy. Sometimes we rejoice even through tears. It's okay, as the, the writer in Ecclesiastes says, there's a time and a season for everything under the sun. But there is never a time under the sun where we are not obligated to give glory and praise and honor to the giver of the day. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you.